You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. devil is not a fantasy. Demons are not a fantasy. The devil is, is real. Demons are real. The devil, like a thief, According to John 10 and 10, steals, kills, and destroys. The devil is the chief opponent of God. He opposes God on whatever God desires to do. The devil does the opposite. God wants you to have better. So the enemy would make it his business to cause you to have worse. The enemy is is, uh, good at what he does. There are folk that are so blinded by the enemy to where they would rather consider the worse than better. Even children of God. It's amazing how as children of God we will look at worse in our life more so than we look at better. I say we'll look at worse in our life more so than we'll look at better. And the enemy, he, he, he has designed it that way. Jesus called him in John 14 and 30 the ruler of this world. He, he has it set up to where He causes people through different outlets to focus on the worst. Even when it comes to media, the the news, you hear worse more so than better. The primary story of the day on most news channels is about worse. Even when it comes to newspaper, worse. And so you have folks that when they hear about stuff, they are looking for the worse. And uh, sadly, that, that's, that's in the house. Woo, that's in the house. Even in a season where God 
is manifesting better. You still have folk that have experienced better looking more so at worse. You can be told that worse is just a part of life. Trials, troubles, and so forth are going to happen. And folks will say, I understand that. Yeah, but you should understand it in that it's going to happen, but it's not something you should put your full attention or full focus on. The little good that God does at times when words seems to be at an all-time high should be your primary focus. Elijah exemplified that when Elijah was looking for God to cause rain to happen that hadn't happened in years. His servant came back and told him, he, he said, after he had sent him to see what was going on in the clouds, his servant came back and told him, he said, you know what, all I see is, is a cloud. It's about the size of a man's hand. And you know what Elijah started focusing on? That little bitty sign. He knew that, he knew that little bitty sign was an indication that God was getting ready to cause rain to come forth. But often we, we will look at the big picture of worse instead of the little thing that God has given us as an indication that he's going to do exactly what he said. And, and why am I stressing that? I'm stressing that because the Bible tells us despise not the day of small beginnings. But whenever you make worse your major focus, you are despising the day of small beginnings. See, you, you should understand if, if God allows you, child of God, to see a penny that nobody else saw, though that's a small thing, it should be an indication to you that if he allowed me to see this, what in the world is he going to allow me to see down the road? But some folk would look at something like that and say, oh, that ain't nothing. They won't look at it as better. Because the enemy of Satan has, has set it up for the world to focus more so on bad than good. I said the enemy has set it up for folk to focus more on bad than good. It's hard to even go to a doctor without a doctor giving you something good. Hard to go to a lawyer. Hard to even hear a preacher that is not being controlled by the world and talking bad instead of gospel. We got to change our focus. Trouble is just a part of life, but, but trouble was not sent to stop the promise of God. Trouble was not sent to stop what God ordained for his children to have. 
Will it try? Yes. But the Bible done already told God's folk that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Even what you're facing right now, you, you have to know that that thing is not going to stop the will of God from coming forth in your life as long as you think, talk, and do according to his written and revealed will. We've got to change our focus. <clears throat> if we are constantly thinking about the worst in our life, we need to start thinking about the battle. Even if the battle right now is tiny, little, small, that still should be your focus. And again, I gave you scripture because we are not to despise the day of small beginnings. Because some of us in here, we have the testimony that, that uh, God can turn nothing into something. I said God can turn nothing into something. But Satan is good at his job. And, and, and I have been exposing him and I got to take it a little further today. See, one thing we, we, we need to understand about Satan is that Satan is a father. Yeah. Just like God has children, <laughs> Satan has children. Yeah, Satan got some young girls. That acknowledge him as daddy. Got some grown men that acknowledge him as daddy. But then that there are some folk that really don't understand uh, that Satan is their their father. It, I mean, it's just like that in, in the natural. I mean, there's some folks you ask, well, who, who is your daddy? I don't know. I don't know. I know I was produced by somebody, but I don't, I don't know who he is. Matter of fact, my mama don't even know. In extreme cases, that's just the way it is. But, but Satan has children. Let's consider something about his children according to John the 8th chapter. Because some of y'all are already looking at me like, oh, Really? And you may be a child of the devil. I'm not saying you are. 
But the Bible may reveal that you are. John the 8th chapter. And verse 44. This is what Jesus said to humans. To men that he was trying to tell the truth. Men that he wanted to receive his, his word. Wanted to receive his salvation. Told them you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. He wanted them to have salvation. But they rejected his word. They rejected his salvation. So this is what he, this is what he said to them. After they rejected his salvation. John 8, 44. You are of your father, the devil. That's what he told humans. Your father is the devil. Now, of course, they had told Jesus that they were the sons of Abraham. But Jesus, no, your father is the devil. Your father is the devil. He went on to say to them, and the desires of your father you want to do. You want to do what your father wants. And they did because at the time they wanted to kill Jesus. And he goes on to uh, talk about the traits of their father. He says about the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning. He does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources For he is a liar and the father of it. If you lie all the time. If you practice lying. Your daddy is the devil. No, we say the desires of your father you want to what? If you lie all the time, your daddy is the devil. If your desire is to destroy your brother or sister or another person, your father is the devil. No, he said, you want to do what your father desires. Hear the truth, but don't want the truth. Your father is the devil. Boy, that is just so plain. That is so plain. And, and, and see, when it, when it comes to a father, a father produces a child or children. That's the reason the meaning of children, one meaning of children is a child that is produce. To produce is to make or create something or somebody. See, even when it comes to us as children 
of God. If we are truly children of God, we will allow him to, to create, create us according to his will. Let me take it further by showing you a scripture because you looked at me when I said that. No, I, I don't mind because I, I want you to understand. 2 Corinthians 5. I want you to keep in mind that what, what I'm about to read to you in reference to how God creates his children, Satan likewise creates his children. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Y'all, y'all there? I'm trying to break in this new Bible. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have Behold, all things have become what? And of course, he's talking about a process. See, old things had to to be gone from me because I was a child of the devil. How do you know you was a child of the devil? I lied. I could create a lie. Let's just go back for a minute and just, just find out. How, how many of you, you could create a lie? It's like somebody, where you been? You didn't get my call? I thought I told you. How many created lies? And you were pretty good at it. That means you were, you were a good little demon. Good little child of the devil. God creates us. See, see, the reason some of us don't curse the way we used to curse is because God created a new tongue, a language. In us. How many used to curse all the time? But the only reason it changed is because of Jesus. How many were straight evil? I mean, you did evil most of the time. See, some of y'all are lying now, so. Some of y'all who ain't got your hand, I'm, I'm just looking because remember now, I know you. I know you in Christ and before Christ. And you're like, no, oh, you need to take that silly look off your face and just be honest. Some of us were straight devil. Yeah, we were. We, we were. we were children of the devil and everybody... Who knew us knew we were children of the devil. They probably didn't call us that, but they knew. Oh, man, you don't want to fool with him. He just, that boy lie all the time. Oh, Lord, here she come. Oh, Lord, every other word is a curse word. Here she come. Good God, get ready. Woo, you talking about nosy. Here come nosy so-and-so. She just going to be asking this, that, and the other. You might as well get ready. 
All of those are traits of Satan. Those are traits of Satan. We were created by Satan to do evil. He created us to do evil. God created me. Yeah, God, God calls all of us to be produced naturally in some manner or another. But then Satan put forth his hand and caused us to start lying, cheating, stealing, manipulating, and so forth. Same way God put forth his hand and say, Walker, I'm going to clean you up. Jackson, I'm going to turn you around. That's the reason some of us, we, we are no longer whoremongers. And don't try to act like you wasn't a whoremonger. You didn't call yourself that, but just put on the table what you did. And if you were sleeping here, there, over here, and over there, like it or not, hope. <laughs> Bottom line, you were hope. Right? Y'all don't like a preacher to be that plain, do you? Remember how some of us used to tell that, like, I try to treat everybody right. No, you, you only treat folk right that did right by you. Remember that other lie you used to I ain't talking about nobody, but. You tell about eight, eight or nine folk, hey, keep this between us. You done told nine folk that like you're going to keep a secret. You're the devil. You can't keep. Or you were the devil. You couldn't keep no secret. Hearty mercy. How many understanding? If anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. Notice this. Old things have what? Behold, look. Everything is what? New. You got to wonder if somebody is born again. Look at the lifestyle. Look at how the person talks. Because see, in our day and time, you got folk. Christian, 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 Christ, 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 God, 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 everywhere. But God makes folk new. God changes lives for the better. God makes somebody that was unholy, holy. Not perfect because we're in the flesh. And we have a tendency to yield to the flesh. But because he is creating you, he has put a desire in you to strive to do what's right. Even though you blow it. Periodically. 
Right? Why? Because he has changed who you were. He doing his job. But he also expects us to be part of the process. Let's read the Hebrew writer revealed in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 in part that we have to lay aside every weight and what? The sin. See, if, if, if you lowering your brother, God ain't going to just cut off your tongue or make you not be able to talk. That's something you're going to have to get straightened out. You're going to have to fix. See, the devil, he is a, yeah, I'm on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure that I hook her up with this lady. She quiet right now. But if I can hook her up with one of my children in three or four months, she ain't going to be as quiet as she is right now. Oh, he loved God right now. But I'm going to hook him up with my son that worked with him. I told you, Satan has children. He got sons and he got daughters. I'm going to make my son get close to him and he going to think my son is his buddy. Get my son to introduce him to a little something, something. You can fill in the blank about that little something, something. Yeah, and he gonna be at the church in a few months. I'm gonna have him talking about the preacher. I'm going to have him denouncing the Holy Spirit. Satan is good at his job. And he has some children that know how to do some things as well. Satan have a, a good holy woman fall for a low down pretty man. He buff, girl. Yeah, but he low down. He low down. You see, that, his hat, that, ain't, that ain't no process stuff there. Them his natural curls. Yeah, but he still. <laughs> he still low down. He low down. But see, Satan know how to blind folk to the point to where they would not look at none of that. Am I telling the truth? You you know, it, it takes something for Satan 
to cause a man to want to kiss another man. It's certain thing that, that I ain't going to hell, but if I, I it's certain things I know. If I decided to go to hell, there are certain things I know. I ain't going to hell for. That's another subject. I better let, I'm gonna let that go for right now. But I'm telling you, Satan is good at his job to the point to where he, he knows what to do to get your attention. And you can say, he can't get my attention. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. He can get everybody's attention in here. You just have to deal with what he brings to the table. And you can't deal with it with your education. You can't deal with it with your little street sense. No, you have to deal with it the way Jesus dealt with it. How is that? The word of God. The only way you're going to be able to deal with Satan or demons and defeat them is the written and reveal word of God. But when it comes to the text. John went so far as to say here in 1 John 3 and 10. That when it comes to the children of the devil. That their, that their traits Their characteristics are manifested. See, he was, he was dealing with the churches in Asia Minor, and a lot of them were young when it came to God. But it was a whole lot of demonic activity going on in that region. And he had to let them know that, look, you're going you gonna to be able to clearly identify the children of the devil. Now, this is his message. Now, now understand something. We, we can go to other passages where uh, Satan tries to be clever and comes as an angel of light. But see, John's thing was that in his area that you could just look and know without question, that's the devil right there. And see, that's, that's a good, good starting point for the church. You need to just know without having to pray about it. Having to try to get deep. That look, this right here is the devil point blank. 
Because when it's manifested, it's clear. It's obvious. You don't have to wonder about it. it it's just like some of us, uh, when we talk about this, you're going to automatically know based upon your past that, yeah, you, you, you were a child of the devil. I mean, I already know I was a child of the devil. I ain't going to tell you no lie. I mean, I served him for some years. He, he hit me when I was in my teens. I, I ain't going to tell you no lie. I, I was in my teens. He had me back then. He ain't got me now, though. Woo! Good. God from Zion. But he had me. And, and I thought, let, let me just say, I thought I was cool. The devil had me, but he had in my mind, man, you got it going on. Man, you can choose what, you, you look, you look at you, you got it, you can choose. You can do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you strong, you young, you strong, you're able. And he'll have you thinking that you're strong, young, and able enough to do what you desire. And that's what you do. And you think you got it going on. It wasn't nothing but a trick of the devil. Yeah. Woo. And he will show you up when you change sides. I thought I had it going on. What I got to say? I seen Miss Monday go with another. Miss Wednesday go with another. And I just knew the weekender wouldn't go with, but the weekender went with another. And same time, you thought you had it going on. I was using you and the one that's taking your place. I'm using them too. Satan, I have you thinking you special. But you're just a pawn. He's just using you. Lord, have mercy. Preach Walker. First John 3 and 10. He, he says, in this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. And I'm just going to focus on the devil. All right? Of the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God or is of the devil. Now, now notice he, he didn't say you, you were perfect in doing what's right. What he say if you don't practice it? If you don't make it your business daily to strive to do what is written or revealed, you're of the devil. I mean, that, that's just plain. I mean, if I see Elder White gambling all the time, Despite his title or his position in the church, he a child of the devil. 
and he's going to be sitting down in this church until he get, get it right. Right? But we don't want no devil as no elder do it. If you get on Facebook, Twitter, or what have you, and lie all the time, being the evil all the time, or messy all the time, I mean, that's all you do on that? Gossip and do all the type stuff. I mean, you you a child of the devil. Oh Lord, I better read this one more time. Y'all look at it because I want y'all before you get mad at me. Well, you probably gonna get mad at me anyway. But look at this one more time anyway. Whoever does not practice what. Is not of what? And what who are, who are you? You're of the devil. If you are on the internet constantly doing evil, you're a child of the devil. Pastors don't understand. It's my ministry to do. That ain't your ministry. That ain't no ministry. You better get that out your head that what you're doing you, is right. I don't know who done told you that. That ain't right. When it comes to righteousness, especially the righteousness of God, according to Romans 1 and 17, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. God ain't going to be telling you to do no evil. When you practice practice unrighteousness, it's sin. And if that's all you do, you're of the devil. Well, I do unrighteousness sometimes. Well, that don't mean you of the devil. But you need to strive to do what's right. But if you always do it wrong, you're the devil. You're a child of the devil. I'm going to ask Reverend so-and-so about this. I don't care. Because the best thing to do is just show realm so-and-so this right here. Because this bigger than realm so-and-so and Pastor Walker. This bigger than all of us. How many understand that? So you can't practice unrighteousness and then try. I don't care what they say. I'm saying, no, you ain't, baby. Oh, you ain't, babe. If, if every time your name come up is mess, like it or not, Satan using you to be a messy person. They just fall. Everybody ain't false accusing you. Because I know it seemed like, look, 
it's 18 folk that's saying the same thing. And 17 of the folk are filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on now, you just messing. But see, Satan will blind a person. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4, 4, 3 and 4 talks about how Satan will blind the mind of a person. Lord have mercy. Look at the second one. Lord have mercy. I'm, I'm, I'm closing. Y'all just stay with me. The second trait is clear. He who does not love his brother or sister. When, when you love, you just do right by a person. That's basically it. If I love you, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm just going to tell you the truth. You know, just, I mean, it could be something as simple as if I love Brad, I'm, I'm just going to say, look, Brad, uh, just truthfully, my suit look better than yours. <laughs> I know it's your birthday, but my suit, it look better than yours. Brad, look at me. I ain't smiling. I'm being truthful with you. You my brother. I love you. I want you to know my suit look better than your suit. I know that's simple and comical, but you just have to, you just have to tell your brother what's right if you really love your brother. And you tell them the right way. But you tell them what's right. And that's love. love when you love somebody, you're, you're committed to doing what's best for that person. Or specifically what's right. You know, and, and sometimes it means telling the person something that's going to hurt his or her feelings. You don't need to be hanging with him. You don't need to be dealing with her. Look, you just need to get off social media. Because you got a bad reputation on it. You just need to get off. See, if somebody else comes, just stay on there, girl. Don't worry about what they're saying about you. That, that ain't nobody who loves you. They want you to keep being messy. And I'm, I'm going to tell you something. You have to love your brother or sister even when your brother or sister is not lovable. Because folk will not always be lovable. But you still have to love them. That, that's a Jesus trait. Because Lord knows when Jesus... Saved us. Or even before we were saved, when he loved us, we were not lovable. But he still loved us. He didn't love your mess. But he loved you. You don't have to love the mess that a person is into, but you need to love that person. If you got a snooty attitude when it comes to your brother or sister, you are a child of the devil. Woo! Look at it. If you don't love your brother. 
That means even when you're mad at your brother or sister, you still got to love them. I just keep my distance. I don't care if, if you keep a mile away from somebody. Sooner or later, you're going to get mad at somebody. See, now y'all looking like that. Let me tell you something. You're going to get mad at God. Now I got a house full of folk that act like they, they don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to be the first one to put up my hand and say, I done been mad at God. And told him I was mad at him. Put your hand up if you have been mad at God. I'm going to be the first one to put my hand up and say, I done been mad at that woman. Y'all say, our lovely first lady. I have been mad at that woman. Oh, put my hand up and say it. I don't care if she got her hand up. I'm putting my hand up right now. I got family members I've been mad at. I got a daughter that called me all the time that I done been mad at. I ain't been mad at her husband yet. <laughs> Y'all sitting there just laughing. I ain't smiling, period. You're going to be mad at folk. Me and you can have a conversation today. I can, me and you can be all right right now, but me and you can have a conversation today. And after me and your conversation, you'll live. Man, pastor make me sick. Can't believe he said that. You can be mad at me just like that. But you still have to love me. If. You are a true brother. And sometimes you get mad and it's going to take you some time to get over it. Let's read the Bible and say be angry, sin not, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. It don't work. It's going to take some time before you get over it. But you need to get over it because if you don't get over it, if you stay mad, it says about you that you are a child of the devil. See, see the devil good at making folk hold on to stuff for years. Woof, I mean for years. You ain't seen somebody in 10 years, but then when you finally do see them, you just get mad. Something just come up. It's like, let me go. I'm just finna go. What's going on? I thought you wanted to come here. I need to go. Why? I just need to go right now. Right now. Just let's go right now. That's amazing, ain't it? You cannot practice righteousness, nor can you not love your brother who is going to make you mad sometime. You, you know one thing I learned as, as a pastor? At least one time I'm going to make every member that truly listened to the word mad. Yeah, 
It's it, it going to be to the point to where I'm going to say something that you, it's just going to be to the point to where it's just going to make you mad. You can know that it's Bible. You can know that it's right. But you're still going to get mad. And especially if I work with it. Like I'm working with it right now. If I get to working with it and, and it becomes personal to you. Oh, you might even get so mad where you just. Somebody called me and, said, and told me one time, said, Pat, you seen why I left today? I, yeah, I seen you leave. Why you leave like that? Who told you that I was into such and such? Like, what you talking about? That what you preaching today. I know you preaching about me. And sometimes folk feel that way that somebody done talked to me and that I'm, I'm, I'm preaching on them. And so that's the reason I try to stay by myself, pray, and just say, God, whatever you would have me to do, say and so forth, let it be so. I try to make sure I don't get too close so folk will, will try to think that what I'm saying is something I done got from somebody. You have to be to the point to where you Love your brother and sister, even if you get mad. They're like some of you right now, you mad at somebody else. You know, folk ask you about, she alright. She alright. See, something might happen because she just alright right now. You go back years ago, that's my girl. But now, she alright. Something might happen. And sometimes God will allow stuff to happen because you done got too close to them. Because if you get so close to a person to where you'll lie for that person, you won't tell that person the truth. That person is actually causing you to become a child of the devil. I'm going to stop right there. Let's get going. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.